another episode of let's not i'm sam and i'm michelle and we are two former co-workers <laughs> it sounds like you've been like uh kidnapped and you're doing your ransom video and we are two really? former co-workers that need your help today we don't need your help but this week we are getting into the jeffrey dahmer netflix show Mm. it's a heavy one baby it is a heavy one but we'll 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 start it off light for you yeah we talk about that later on in the episode so you can peace out if it's too much but before that i talk about my vacation to p-town sam talks about a wedding weekend and we slightly get into the adam levine dm saga yeah we get into a little drama little Mm -hmm. drama for you uh, guys, sorry yeah. about last week's episode. Apparently, I scheduled it later oh, than I thought so. Um, but then Michelle bumped it, and it still took a little bit to get on mm-hmm. Apple for some reason. Sometimes there's a glitch, you know? I think it's always Apple because it was just, it was, I think you meant schedule it for, like, probably, like, 1 a.m., and it was just p.m., you know? It's just, like, that little toggle thing. Yeah. Um, but... I saw that it immediately went up to like Stitcher and Spotify pretty quickly, but Apple took like another hour after the fact, but no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, no big deal. Just lost 10 subscribers. That's it. <laughs> They'll never come back. <laughs> um, guys, it's so fine. We, we are recording this right now. It is almost seven o'clock p.m., which is weird mm-hmm. because normally we record around like 10, 11 a.m. Um, but I was just on vacation and I'm still on vacation time because I'm drinking wine. But Sam, as you should be, Sam, I got you a souvenir. And you did? yes, I wasn't going to get anybody anything, but oh shit, I was in Provincetown, Massachusetts, and I saw P-town. this P Town and I saw this and I thought i can't even walk away from this without getting it for you so i'm gonna show it to you right now are you ready is it a dead crab (laughs) with googly eyes it is not no people do uh, they get on the east coast somewhere no okay not dead let's see it it's a ceramic mug i fucking hate you i know i hate that should i keep it <laughs> oh my god i'm having ptsd i'm so sorry i thought that would be hysterical no, i'm joking <laughs> where did you get that from it was from a little oh. gift shop oh my god it's so good so michelle because this is a um <laughs> not a visual medium it is a ceramic tip mug and the titties have like the gnarliest tit line on them, and it's completely nude, and it says Provincetown. Oh my gosh! So for those of you guys, if you're not understanding why the tit mug is a thing, um, <laughs> on an earlier episode, I talked about how I hung out with a friend. He was like my best buddy growing up, and his dad would always drink from a tit a ceramic titty cup. And he mm-hmm. would like 
drink from it on his chair, like shirtless. And his, the titty mug looked like his titty. Like it was very Ooh. weird. Um, but he was like perverted about it. So I guess Michelle just wanted yeah. to remind me of that trauma. <laughs> now, that you're, now that you're saying it, I'm realizing that the ceramic titty mug is not the best present. <laughs> I don't know. Jake might steal that and he might see him sipping oh. on his coffee. He loves it. He's kind of upset that we didn't get one for our house. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <gasps> this, isn't, this isn't going to fit in with the rest of your mugs. I do have to say that. That is so funny. You know what? And speaking of my friend that I grew up with, mm-hmm. um, so like life led him down a different path as well as it did for me. And um, he found me on Facebook like not too long ago and he would message me to try to see what I was like up to in life. Yeah. And then it just like became weird. It was like more like he was like trying to be like, so are you really happy with your boyfriend? And oh, I'm like, God. Bro. Yeah, one of those. Like, <laughs> we're living together. I'm good. Like, yeah. I just was asking how your mom was doing. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to tell you, it was so random. Like, two weeks ago, tried to send me a friend request and I didn't accept it again. Like, if you find me on Facebook, I love you, but please don't friend request. Like, I just, I don't like half the people that have added me on as a friend on Facebook like I I see these people in real life and they don't even talk to me so I don't know why they wanted me to be friends with them on Mm -hmm. Facebook but anyways so it was so weird I think it was when I was at Disney like he tried to call me like he called me through the Facebook messenger like late one night and I'm just Uh like what did what did you want like what how in your mind are you like this is gonna go great like she'll Uh pick up Uh uh-huh it was very strange so wait, so you don't know why he was calling or anything? No. And I didn't message him back and being like, hey, sorry, I missed your call. Oh. Dude, I, I just didn't want to entertain yeah, anything. Yeah. It is. I feel like some dudes will take any invitation to pull that shit. Like, remember when my instagram it didn't get hacked but i got like duplicated by one of those like sex things um and they're really smart because they only um sent friend requests to all the males that already follow me which was weird but they did do that and so a lot of dudes were you know dming me and being like oh hey i think that this is a fake thing that has your fucking profile or whatever i was like yeah yeah i I know about it but there was also a lot of people that took that as an invitation to be like oh hey we haven't talked in a while i didn't know if this was actually what you were doing nowadays but uh in case you ever do do that like let let me know and i was just like oh my god i'll I'll buy some pictures cringe cringe oh any little little wiggle room that they can get any wiggle room and this i wasn't going to talk about it since we are talking about like <clears throat> since we're talking about sliding into the dms and whatnot Ooh. what's your what's your hot take on the whole adam levine situation well i mean it it's inappropriate if jake was doing something like that i would totally. be fucking rip shit about it um mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it's good that it never got physical. But at the same time, I also feel like the women in that scenario 
It's like everybody knows that that dude is married. I think sometimes maybe you push it to be like, maybe he might fall in love with me and leave his wife. And then I'm married to Adam Levine. And then if it doesn't pan out, then you're going to like put him on blast. Like that kind of seems a little sketch to me. Yeah. So I totally get um, where she was coming from. Mm -hmm. The girl who was having like the text affair with him because she said she had no idea he was married and all of this stuff but then I'm like if you're messaging Mm. him on Instagram like I know when I've had crushes on people like obviously when I've been single and whatnot like if I'm I'll look at their Instagram because I just want to like see photos and I want to learn more about them like you fucking will get your creep and your stock on like you but also, it's like, we don't know what he said to her. What if it was a thing of, like, I'm not really happy? And not that yeah, it's yeah, okay yeah. for her yeah. to talk to him. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, he could have given her some promises of, like, you could be my my yeah. Uh, yeah. sugar. My sugar. I don't know. Whatever mm-hmm. that fucking song is. But anyways. But then the psycho part for me was him talking about, I'm going to name my yes. kid after you. No yeah. joke. Like. Yeah what the fuck is wrong with you that's some psycho shit right there that was really a bizarre twist in it and also you can tell by the way that he's dming these girls that he has like absolutely zero game he's just a very hot attractive person michelle and we've (laughs) talked about this before like it reminded Uh, me of a certain situation kind of but no yeah it's just like there's no there's no game. Not that that's no. not the point, but I'm just saying it's like, no, he's just got no sauce. It's like, oh, so you've just been able to like kind of get through life because you're physically attractive. But what's there? What's actually there? And we talk about this also, but it's like you you really think that no one was going to mm-hmm. screenshot this stuff mm-hmm. and no one's going to like use it against you later. Like bro you're yeah like you think that no one will ever find out that was wild and especially now that multiple other people are like coming out no matter what I don't believe that people didn't know that he was married because even if it's not a celebrity you fucking creep on them and if fucking Idris Elba was in my dm tomorrow i would be like oh shit like is this dude married or like is he with somebody right now (laughs) um but feel free in my DMs. Feel free to come in anytime you want. Um, but no, it's <laughs> bullshit. It's like it's a thing where you're playing the game to see, like, oh my god, if this goes somewhere, like this could be huge for me. Oh, he's just fucking yeah. around, and this is not going anywhere. Okay, well then, I'm gonna fucking throw you under the bus. There's just, mm-hmm. I just do not believe that you wouldn't know if somebody is in a relationship especially when they're a celebrity and it's well documented that they're married even if he's in your dm mm-hmm. saying like oh it's really rough right now like we're not in a good space you can right. very easily google that this woman is pregnant with their third child and maybe i don't want to be involved yeah maybe i don't want to be involved in this messy oh. fucking situation yeah i'm not into it Man. Same, same. I don't even, I wouldn't be able to come back from that, you know? Like, if I was, I guess it it could be different if you have kids, but I don't know. It's like, I'm sure that's not the first time that he's gotten himself no. into trouble like that. And I feel like she probably, maybe she's seen something like that before. I think something like that I could come back from if 
if we had a conversation mm-hmm. and I truly felt like he understood that that's fucking wrong and that is considered like a form of cheating um, because mm-hmm. it, it didn't actually take place in the real world. But I mean, it's like an emotional affair at that point. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Well, tell me besides the titty mug, how, el- <laughs> how, how, tell me all about your, your vacation. It was great. Um, So we went down to P-Town, Massachusetts, in the very tip of the Cape. Um, Super Portuguese, super gay. It's one of my favorite areas ever. Uh, Before we Mm. went there, Mm -hmm. my old college roommate that lives in Philly was in Martha's Vineyard with her family. So we stopped there first, like took the ferry over, hung out with her for the day, and then came back that night and then made our way up to P-Town. Um, in P-Town, we just kind of ate and drank and had a great time. We went to like drag karaoke. Um, and it was just a, a fantastic time. I love it. I love How it there. Fun. Everyone is always like, have you been to P-Town? I'm like, mm-hmm. no. And they're like, it's so fun. You have yeah. to go. I've had you some people been? say that I should go for Halloween. No, I want to go. Oh, Yeah. It's so much fun. It's yeah, literally the most picturesque beach town ever. And there's just, it's just super fucking queer and fun. Mm-hmm. And all the food there in the restaurants are absolutely amazing. I had really, at, yeah. Oh, the food there is so good uh, with you. They have things besides seafood, but obviously there's a lot of seafood. Um, yeah. And also I had like a Bloody Mary at every place we went to. Do you like Bloody Marys? You know, I've only had one Bloody Mary mm-hmm. and that was at the airport and it wasn't that great. I think that there is the perfect Bloody Mary out there for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am confident, but I'm scared to always order one. Oh, they're so good. It's like a it's a meal in itself. I fucking love a bloody yeah. mary. Um so I had at least five or six. Like every time we would oh, go somewhere, I, that. I would get a bloody oh, mary. God. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like the first day that we were there, we like went and got a big breakfast and then we went and we kayaked for like five or six hours. Um, oh, <laughs> because we decided that that night we were going to go bar hopping. So then we have a lighter dinner and then just like hopped around to all the bars and ended up at drag karaoke, which was like super fucking fun. And then the mm-hmm. next day, cause we knew we were going to be kind of hungover. We decided that would be our like food hopping day. And so we decided yeah. like, we wouldn't get like a big breakfast anywhere, but we would just like go to the bakery and get something small there and like go around to the shops and stuff and then like stop here and get like an appetizer and a drink and then go around to the shops and then like stop somewhere else and get something small and like just like go to a bunch of different places. Um, mm. It kind of panned out because halfway through Jake was just like, no, my stomach's really upset. I can't eat that much. And I was just like, you oh, are no. fucking killing me with your weak ass <laughs> stomach. This was supposed mm-hmm. to be food day, uh, but we mm-hmm. still ate a bunch. It was not an issue. Yeah. Uh, but that first dinner that we had before we went bar hopping, I got, they call it, uh, I think they called it a stuffy, but like they switch out the filling every single day. It's like a special, but it's a scallion pancake that they stuff with like different fillings as like oh. almost like a handheld like pita pocket thing. Uh, okay. It was so fucking good. The night that we went, it was like chicken. So it was almost like a like a chicken empanada filling. It was like a spicy shredded Ooh, chicken. Yeah. 
but inside of a scallion pancake. Why are people wow. not filling scallion pancakes? I don't know. When you first said scallion pancake, I was thinking a scallop pancake. No, scallion. I was like, like, I couldn't do that. But scallion, the onion, the little green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, ever had yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scallion, scallion pancakes from like a Chinese place? No. Oh, girl. Of course. They sound good, though. They're so good. They're like little pancakes that just have scallions in them. They're like oh. a fried, savory pancake. But um, you've had a pita pocket before, like a yep. pita bread. So like think that. So like there's like the hole in the middle mm-hmm. that you can slice it in half Ooh, and like fill it. Making me hungry. It was so good. I was just like, why have I never come across this before? It was delicious. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I just had a shit ton of seafood every, you know. How was uh, canoeing? Kayaking? It was good. Kayaking, my yeah. bad. No, no, no. Um, We just, we were in the ocean, so it was a little choppy. Wait, but... what, so what's the difference between canoeing and kayaking? Kayaking is the one that has like the double-sided oar. That you're, you're actually sitting waist yeah. deep into. Okay, how fun. Yeah. It's like your own oh, little personal awesome. boat. Yeah. yeah. Aw, I saw like a photo that Jake had posted of you and his stories. I was like, look yeah. a little Michelle-y. It was so much fun. And I love doing water sports because you get like so hungry. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you've like gone swimming all day. Oh, yeah. Damaged when you're done. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good feeling. Yeah. Um. So it was fun. And at drag karaoke... The drag queen was, like, super fucking hysterical. She was, like, shading everybody. You know, obviously, like, a lot of, like, gay people there, but then also, like, a lot of straight tourists. And there's, like, this group of, like, younger straight girls that mm-hmm. was there. The drag queen was like, okay. And uh, coming up to the stage is <laughs> Christina, Amy, and Brianna. Great. Like, I, I'm not trying to be rude right now, but I fucking dread it when you girl groups come up here or whatever. (laughs) In my head, I thought she was just like, maybe they picked like a Spice Girl song or whatever. And she was like, I fucking hate it when people sing like girl group songs. But no, they were singing Valerie by Amy Winehouse. She was literally just saying like, I hate it when all of you come up here to sing together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The girlies love doing that. Oh, they do. They do. Oh my gosh, how fun. But it was it was super fun. And it seemed like that place that drag karaoke was at, it seemed like all the service workers in the area, that's like their industry spot because Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for the rest of the time that we were there, like when we were going to restaurants and stuff, we would be like, Oh, how do I recognize this person? Or even somebody came up to us and just like were you guys here like last night eating? And we're like, no. And it's like, oh, we all saw you at karaoke. Like we yeah. were all at karaoke together. How fun. <laughs> so it was, it was a great time. And then we, yeah. just, we got back about two hours ago. Oh my gosh. Are you tired? A little bit, but not really. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we slept pretty good and we just had a good time because we were just like eating and drinking and hanging out. Like, you know, we weren't doing anything too crazy. Where did you guys stay at? So Jake's parents used to own a breakfast spot down in the south shore Mm -hmm. and like one of their favorite regulars jennifer and susan they own a condo there and um jake's mom will like go and stay there every now and then and we've stayed there before like in our 20s because we're like we're poor and can't afford anything Mm -hmm. like can (laughs) we stay at your place and they are so gracious and they let us stay there and so we haven't been there in 10 years and 
we were looking, my friend Bree had said she was going to be in Martha's Vineyard. I was like looking at places there. I was looking at places, other, other places on Cape and everything was still like really expensive for this time of year. And Jake was like, well, I can ask like Susan and Jennifer if we can stay at their condo. I was like, that would kind of be awesome because we're both me and Jake just like in the last few years have like done complete career changes. So (laughs) we're, it was just, it worked out well because we stayed there for free. So like we could spend like uh hotel money on just being ballers at dinner and drink time, you know? Yeah. And (laughs) drinking all the bloody Mary's having all the scallop pancakes. It was so good. If it was filled with scallops, it would be even better. Now I just oh, want... stop. <laughs> I want it all. Oh my gosh. How fun. Mm-hmm. When did you get there? We got there. So Monday we did Martha's Vineyard and we got there like late Monday night and we mm-hmm. were there Tuesday and Wednesday and then we left today. So we were only there. We were gone for like three, four days. Yeah. Yeah. How fun. I'm so glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, it was a nice end of summer little thing to do. And on Monday, we actually went to the beach with Bree. So we were, we still got some beach time in. And yeah, mm-hmm. kayaking, we were like on the ocean all day. So it was good. Bye, bye summer. Bye. This last hurrah. Bye summer. Um, Jake literally just dresses like a dad at all times now. I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram. He, for real, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all looks like ned flanders (laughs) i love ned sure yeah of course yeah what i like the dad style it's cute and i actually do like it but it's just so hysterical because he's always been like he's just been a punk our whole lives and so like now he's really embracing like this dad fucking chic style Oh, I see it. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing like fucking khakis and like a button up shirt underneath a crew neck sweater. And he has his little dad ball cap on and his little glasses. Oh, (laughs) he's fucking adorable. But I'm just like, this is such a far departure from when I met you. Yeah, that's so cool, though. Yeah, he's cute. He's cute. I like that sweatshirt. Yeah. He got a few and nice. it was it was rough. We went to this vintage place and he really, really wanted to buy this like huge, like 90s looking like Levi's jean jacket, Ooh, mm-hmm. but it was like puffy too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really wanted it. It wasn't bad looking, but I was like, bro, you own at least 16, 18 jackets, mm-hmm. all of them that look like that because yep. he buys them at vintage places. You don't need another one. Yeah. You don't. He kept trying to go back. How much were they wanting for it? It was only $65. So that's why he was like, it's only $65. Yeah. It's a Levi jean jacket with like this cool lining. It's puffy and stuff. And I was just like, but you already have four that look just like this. Sure. Why do you need a fifth? Because it could fit a little bit different, Michelle. If anything, it fit a little bit worse. Because Jake also, I love you so much, Jake, if you're listening. He has very short legs. He has a very long torso and shorter legs. And this Mm -hmm. jacket made it look like he was kind of swimming in it. And it made Mm -hmm. his legs look even smaller. Oh. And so I was like, you already, you just can't. Yeah. Not. We don't lie to each other. So it's like, I see something on him that's like, 
yeah, it's fine, but also it makes your legs look shorter. And I know right. like, you don't want that. Yep. I'm going to say your legs look fucking short. Yeah. It looks like your legs getting chopped off. Mm-hmm. He looks like he has baby legs. A daddy with baby legs. Yeah. Not da- no, no. No, not daddy long legs. Daddy short legs. <laughs> oh, my God. How fun, though. It was a good time. We always uh-huh. have a good time. Thankfully, even we did have like a few flare ups. But What does that mean? Uh, like when we were going to Martha's Vineyard, uh, we've been there once before for our honeymoon, but we took our car on the ferry. So you just like drive straight to where the boat takes off and you load your car on or whatever. This was the first time I've ever been besides that. And so when you're not taking your car on, you have to park like roughly like 15 minutes away and then they shuttle you over. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did not allow for that time. So we missed the ferry we were supposed to be on. And so yeah. we were being very, very shitty with each other for like eight minutes. <laughs> you know, we were just like both so pissed off about the situation. Yeah. Thankfully, we didn't have to wait the full like hour before the next ferry went out. There was like a, oh, shit. a freight ferry going out just 15 minutes after we missed our last one. They're like, oh, ah. you can go on that if you don't have a car. We're like, oh, thank God. You know, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But like we were both so mad at each other. We did not talk to each other on the shuttle over. <gasps> oh, my and God. Then, yeah. And then when we were on the ferry, like we both. Even though it was technically my fault and I did say mm-hmm. like, sorry, I didn't realize you would think that on the site, they say, please a lot time for the shuttle. I would, if it was my How site that know? I was running, I would put yeah. that big, bold letters on yep. it. Um, they did not. And so I didn't know that. But so I had said, I had already said, sorry. And mm-hmm. listen, I'm an Aries. I don't like to apologize more than once. Mm-hmm. And so while we were on the boat and he was still pissed and I was pissed because I fucked up, I was just like, are we going to do this the whole time? Or are we going to like squash this and be over it? And he's like, we're fine. We're good. Everything's fine. Yeah. Like, okay, but we're not going to be cranky, right? Because we're about to meet friends and like, I don't want this to continue. We literally just started our vacation. He was like, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm. N- we're not upset. Nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. And but he was still being like a little off standish with me. But then I was just like, oh, man, I'm so thirsty. And like he like got up. I was like, oh, great. He's still pissed. But he went and got me a water. Oh, that's so, so nice. <laughs> it was a little olive branch. And then after that, we were fine. Yeah, I not that I like when you guys bicker because I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't happen very often. But mm-hmm. It makes me feel normal. So I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. <laughs> we we definitely bicker, but we just, we try not to let things fester. Like if I'm upset yeah. with you right now, I'm going to say like, you're pissing me off or you're annoying yep. me or whatever and let you know how I'm feeling. Like we try not to do the, the I'm fine. Everything's fine thing. You uh-huh. know? Yep. It is hard. Like when you get into that little mood, like you just, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to shake because you're like, oh my God, you're fucking getting on my nerves Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. annoying me like sometimes it's hard just to like snap out of that so it is hard and sometimes you just want to be mad like I don't want to forgive you yet you know yeah like I'll forgive you it'll be fine but let me just like Mm -hmm. ignore you for eight minutes yeah yeah and we'll I I have no problem giving people that time because I know with me I just need time to cool off or Mm -hmm. whatever you know yeah um so no, but once like he got me the water, I realized it was over. It was squashed. How sweet. 
But yeah, so we got into that like right at the start of the vacation. I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. But then it was squash and we had a great time. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys had yeah. a good time. And you had, um, I'm sorry. I like, I also, because it's Thursday and we just came back from vacation, I keep thinking it's Sunday and I'm like, tomorrow's oh. Monday. The week starts. And I'm just like, what even is time? I but know. you just went to a wedding last weekend too, right? Yeah, we had a wedding last weekend. Guys, I just, I don't like weddings. I don't Mm, like mm. them. And I'm going to be real honest. I was telling my therapist about why I don't like weddings. Well, one of the little things I don't like. Um, Okay, a few things. I never have (laughs) anything to wear. I never know if it's going to be dressy, if it's going to be casual, because the times Mm -hmm. that I have dressed up, people literally wear flip-flops. And I'm like... Okay. So I never know what the vibe is or anything like that. And then also, I don't know if it's because I'm a psychopath, but when I see a couple getting married, I literally will be like, oh my God, they look so happy. Like, is that what a happy couple looks like? And it's like, I could be fine in my relationship, but it Mm -hmm. makes like second, not second guess, but just question and like yeah. I have all of these questions and thoughts that come into my head and if I wasn't at the wedding like I wouldn't think about these thoughts and so I just don't I don't know I don't like how it is um <laughs> I don't know and then also maybe it's a little childhood trauma because when I was younger I had a big sister from big brother and big sisters I feel like I've talked about her before on mm-hmm, here but mm-hmm. um so she lived in Kansas at the time she was dating a guy who lived in Arkansas she got married. She had to move to Arkansas. So I was losing my big sister. And mm. she was like the one of the like little great things I had in my life. And I was very upset. And I remember like throwing a huge fit that she was getting married to this man mm-hmm. and that she was moving away. Like I was in her wedding and I was so upset. <gasps> like I was crying just the oh, whole shit. day. I was crying walking down the aisle because I was the little candle girl. And so like every time I go to a wedding, it makes me think of that. Um, but anyways, yeah, I just feel uncomfortable at them. I don't know what it is. So we went to this wedding, Joe's cousin, mm-hmm. and I was underdressed. I felt like a big old asshole, but it was fine. <laughs> Joe fucking wore a tux. And I'm like, bro, are you? What? I said, are you getting married? Like I kept giving him shit and I'm like, how are you feeling? Are you nervous? And he's like, nervous for what? I'm like, that you're getting married. And he's like, oh my God, I'm not that dressed up. I'm like, Joe, you're in a, I guess it's a tux. Like it was the dress pants and the dress jacket. I'm like, no, that's that's a a suit. That's a suit. That's not a tux. Okay. My bad. A suit. (laughs) But I'm like, bruh, like you look like you're in the wedding party. But yes, so when I walked in there, everyone was like dressed in like fucking wedding gowns. Like, no, I felt like I was at a beauty pageant. Like, I felt like garbage when I was there. Usually when you get the invitation, it says like what the dress code was. I don't think it did. Okay, okay. I don't think it did. All right, okay. And then so like the dress that I wore, it was, it just looked like I was a little like. Oh, well, if you were at least in a dress, you're fine. Yeah, but mm, no, like, um, <laughs> it just looked like I was going out with my girlies to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like, Michelle. And everyone's, like, got their hair, like, fucking blown out, like, diamond chandelier earrings. Like, All right. I was well, like, well, what the heck? <laughs> your hair always looks, like, perfectly blown out. So I'm sure you looked great. 
No. And then, like, my dress, <laughs> no. it was kind of, like, it's, the cut of it is kind of weird to where I have to use, like, a little safety pin to close it a little more than I, well, it was open more than I like to show my That's titty. the tits? Yeah. And so okay. I always put, like, a little clip, but it just, mm-hmm. like, no, girl. The the boobies were out, and I was like, oh, my God, I look mm. like a call girl. I so I was, that. like, taking my hair. I was, like, oh. slouching over pulling my hair down like it was I was very uncomfortable and they were like come dance and it's like I think my dress is a little too short to dance Mm -hmm. my boobs are a little too far out like yeah so I was just uncomfortable and I was like when does it end oh I'm sorry it's fine but at like at least see I'm the opposite where I'm just like well this isn't my family I'm just gonna have my tits out and my legs out a normal person would be like that Mm -hmm. and I literally told myself like Sam no one is gonna be fucking paying attention to you like no one knows who you are Mm -hmm. it's fine yeah you can say you're anybody's wife that's true I'm John I'm uh Jimmy's wife yeah I'm here (laughs) with Jimmy and with Brandon (laughs) (laughs) ah so yeah it was fine it was a beautiful wedding oh good Mm-hmm. I yeah I mean with weddings I like going to them if I'm I think I guess going to a friend's wedding if I'm going to a family it's, type yeah. of a function it's not as fun if you know yeah, the majority yeah, yeah. of the people that are involved they are fun mm-hmm. but if you don't it is I don't know it's I don't know it's my own issue I think but so yeah mm. okay I'm gonna careen Completely away from all of these conversations. Have you been you watching about Dahmer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of awkward at weddings. <laughs> yes. Have you? Which episode I, are you on? Okay, so I'm I'm watching it for the second time now. <gasps> oh, so you've seen it all through? Seen it all through, Michelle. Okay. We just finished the episode. Spoiler alert to everybody, we're gonna talk about Dahmer for three minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, or 12. We just finished the episode with Tony Hughes. Silence. Mm. Yeah. It yeah. was, to be honest, I kind of wished that every episode kind of followed a victim and like talked about their life too. and who they were. I'm I glad really, they. Yeah. I liked the format of that episode. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Joe was like, okay, so I, I love Evan Peters so much. Mm-hmm. And, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it eventually, but I've seen so many like Jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. shows. And so mm-hmm. I wasn't like in a hurry to watch this one. I knew I was going to, but, um, so Joe started watching it without me. And there's like an episode where he kind of is like, um, doing something to these tadpoles. And I told Joe, and I was like, Joe, I don't think I will be able to watch it. Cause if it shows him like with the animals and yeah, I know he, he killed humans, but I'm just I can't dip my toe when it starts at animal abuse because it, yeah. it all, it's always worse, you know? And so I'm like, I don't think I can watch it. You know, I don't think I'll. And then Michelle, she was like, yeah, I just finished. I think it was the first or second episode. episode. One. Yeah. And you're like, it's a little too real for me. And then of mm-hmm. course I start seeing all these memes online and I'm like, oh shit. Like, it sounds like it's fucked up, you know? So I wa- I ended up starting it on my own and then I would just kind of search the internet and people were like um episode six is the one that got me and so I'm like oh my god I'm like dreading episode six 
and it is, it's, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finished it, you know, like there were a few times I cried, you know, it's very mm. upsetting. And there were so many things that I didn't really know. Like I had no idea about the whole racial stuff. I, I guess I didn't oh, yeah. realize that most of his victims, mm-hmm. um, were not white. Like I, I just never knew that part of the, all of the events. So that was new to me. Um, but I really liked it because it was more for like the victims. Yeah. Uh, and then some people, like I'm in a few horror groups and there were people that they were like, Oh, I wish this was more like gruesome. And they're like, this is nothing. And it's like, I know that it's, it doesn't show a lot of gruesome parts. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. They did such a good job at like getting to the point Mm -hmm. without showing all of the stuff. Um, But I'm like, this actually happened. It's not a fucking horror movie. Like go watch a Serbian film if you're looking for Mm -hmm. some fucked up shit to watch. But this like actually happened to people. Exactly. And their families are still very much alive and can watch it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it needs to get more gruesome. And that first episode where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. It's because like I had taken an edible, which. Oh, yeah. When I'm. Oh, yeah. When with weed, it's like I can be a little bit more paranoid. But the whole time I was watching it because. I wasn't sure which victim it was and if he was going to get away. It's like the whole time I was watching that episode, I was just like, like, what's about to happen? Is he about to be set off? Is he about to like kill him at any moment? Like I really had my feelings in the place of the victim where it's just like, what do I do to get out of this, you know, kind of a thing. And I also kept thinking like, as I was watching it, like, oh, he's about to like hit him with a hammer at any second. Like that's going to happen at any second. And Mm -hmm. I was so scared the whole time. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this because these are real people. And that was actually somebody's like last moments of life was Mm -hmm. being with this fucking dude. Yeah. I felt the same. And I was watching on my laptop and I, a lot of times I would like put the mouse on the timeline to see like Mm -hmm. what the photos coming up were gonna be because I was like I can't handle it like I have to know what's like where does he snap and what's he gonna do yeah 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 uh yeah it's just and I you know I just I had no idea about the many chances that there were to capture him and to stop him Mm -hmm. I do remember because I've like read so much and like watched so much about Jeffrey Dahmer throughout the years that I knew that there was a victim that like ran out of his apartment, found the police and that the police like returned him to Jeffrey. Um, but I do remember him. I thought he was Filipino or like from Laos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that first episode, when it was a black man, I was just like, oh, maybe they changed his race. Just maybe his family didn't want it to be a part of that. So I like that whole episode, I think that's why I was, like, such on edge because I was like, oh, no, like, they're returning him back. Like, this is the kid that gets, like, brought back. Um, my biggest thing, which I still haven't really understood why it hasn't happened, I don't understand because Milwaukee seems so small. And I would assume that the gay community is even smaller there. Like, how people weren't talking about him being like, oh, don't go with that dude, Jeff. Like, people get drugged or like whatever like just like leave them alone 
I didn't understand that. There is that one guy that ends up escaping from him and like stops somebody else from going into a cab with him. Mm-hmm. But I would just assume that it would be talked about within that community. I mean, I would assume that too. Yeah. But maybe they just, they only included a little bit of it on the show. Mm. But I bet that people were talking about it, you know? I would assume, like, everybody would be talking about it. He only, like, kept going to the same, like, two or three clubs. And a lot of times when people would leave with him, they would be missing forever. So it's like, and he's also, like, it's not like he was, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Charismatic. You know, mm-hmm. he was creepy and weird and people did think that about him normally. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't you be like, oh, no, that dude's like fucking weird. Like, don't go home with him. I mean, I guess for the same reason of when they show. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if you would have gotten to that episode yet. Mm. But yeah, I think it was I think it was a thing of where people would talk about it. Yeah. And they probably did try to tell people that could help but they Mm -hmm. just weren't being they weren't being heard unfortunately i would think so too and i completely understand that like the cops were doing nothing and that they weren't a help and they probably weren't getting the word out being like hey be safe there is a predator out here that's like directly attacking your community but i would assume that within the community like bartenders and other people would be like oh there's like a like i went home with a dude and i woke up and yeah you know like was like drugged or whatever yeah I get that um I feel because it seems like the time that it was like it still was uncomfortable for some people Uh to talk about like there's there's things that happen in the show where it's like even though they are gay like it's they'll not say it or Mm -hmm. like there's little things that happen because they're still not ashamed but maybe just not comfortable with that their like son or yeah, yeah, who, yeah. their family member yeah. is gay so they would still do things to mm-hmm. not I don't I, you have to watch it because there's little things where they try to not hide it but they just don't say it out loud like they don't like, say it out yeah. loud because I think they think that since they are gay that they might not get the help that they do need to get you yeah. know what I mean yeah that's true that's true um yeah but and then also um his dad like it's I cannot imagine living a life it's like because in the show you know there's all these in- instances where he's like oh my god like so, my son's not right you know and yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. it's almost like he's expecting him to be a serial killer or something mm-hmm. but then there's all these excuses that mm-hmm. Jeff has and it's just like I can't imagine I was watching an interview that his dad did a few years ago and I don't know it's I don't it's just I can't imagine having that weight throughout your life feeling responsible for your yeah. child who is mm-hmm. such a monster it's like you want to be there for your kid because you feel like a could be your fault but then also it's like you feel so horrible and Mm -hmm. you have such empathy and compassion towards these victims and their families like what a shitty tug of war to be yeah I mean yeah I think it was that first episode that was probably you know I cried I also cried a lot throughout this whole thing especially the the Tony Hughes episode but like when they bring his dad in when they catch him and they're like you know, they just like lay out exactly what they arrested him for. It's like, imagine just being a parent 
and being told that that's fucking insane yeah but then also it's like knowing that he was just kind of a fucking weirdo his whole life like he does seem very much the the serial killer that was just born that way you know Mm -hmm. like nothing really crazy happened it's just like the way he was like hardwired yep which i don't know i kept thinking the whole time too because i know in other things that i've read about him like he didn't like killing people he just didn't want them to leave and he liked being with like dead people and like holding them and stuff like that which is crazy but at Mm -hmm. the same time i'm like oh my god even if he wanted to be like a mortician like say my son or my husband died and he just wants to lay with him because it's like a dead per like I would be fine with that that stops him from killing other people like yeah lay with him I don't care that wouldn't freak me out yeah I mean it seems like what's the solution right because he would try like I don't know how many times he did it in the actual events but on the show he tried to bury up one grave but he said it didn't work for some reason because he was just gonna lay with he just wanted to lay with that dead person yeah um it was the soil the soil was too frozen too frozen yeah no but he said he said several times and who knows it's not like he's a reliable narrator or anything but he got nothing that's why he had to like be like blackout drunk to kill people because that's not what he was in it for he just wanted the person that he was with to not move and just never leave yeah later in the show i don't know like what episode it it's like towards the end, I think, but he starts seeing like a uh, Gacy on interviews on the TV and stuff oh, like that. Shit. And he even says, he's like, why is he lying? Like he knows that he's the one that killed these people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm, I'm taking responsibility for what I did. Like, yeah, it wasn't my dad. I didn't grow up with the bad childhood. Mm-hmm. He was like, it just, that's just how I am. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. But it did seem like he, at some point he was lying. Cause I know that in one of his interviews, he's like, oh, I didn't know any of their names. But then in the later mm. episode, like he has everybody's IDs. Oh yeah. And so it's like, yep. I do like those things because I feel like no matter what, you're going to lie a little bit for like self-preservation. And so that mm-hmm. people don't think you're an absolute fucking monster. It's like, you do know the human ways to say things so that you don't seem like a fucking monster you know Mm -hmm. but I don't know I'm like three episodes out let's see how it goes but it's it's fucked yeah we just so I'm watching it for the second time through because Joe's Mm -hmm. finished he's moving along and I'm like I'll watch it with you and we just watched um the silence episode and Mm -hmm. I like episodes like that because it's like, obviously everybody knows who Jeffrey Dahmer is at this point, and we've mm-hmm. all seen the the documentaries and heard the podcasts and stuff. But I do like hearing about the people that unfortunately crossed his path, and like knowing what they were about and what they were yeah. trying to do. Yeah, um, they're they've been releasing like interviews with all of the actors from the mm-hmm. show and. There's one that Evan did, and I've watched it a few times because he's just, you can tell he's very careful about yeah being in this position. And he even says himself, like, 
you don't need to get like bloody and gruesome with it because you've seen that so many times. And he's like, mm-hmm. we wanted, he goes, you see like what Jeffrey is doing, but it's more from the victim's point of view. And he yeah. was like, he was like, the story is so much bigger than just Jeffrey because all mm-hmm. of the, the racial and homophobic um, yes. things yeah. that were going on, you know, and it's just, it's, you think that the world has changed, but then sometimes when you look at it, it's like, wow, we really haven't, it's mm. like, have we come a long ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because so. even with the cops that return one of his victims, it was like in the 90s, and you'd like to think that it was at least different by then, and it yeah. wasn't. And even to this day, it's not. It is it is different in a lot of different ways. And I think we are more of, I agree. Yeah. And I would hope that anybody feels comfortable going to the police if they need them without feeling judged or mm-hmm. like, well, they're not going to take me seriously because of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I hope always knock on wood. Yeah. But no, in Jeffrey's Dahmer's case, I always wonder if the times were more accepting during certain people's lives like how their lives would go you know yeah yep because I don't remember who we've talked about but we have talked about Mm -hmm. it's been where men um they aren't they don't feel comfortable that they can live the lifestyle that they want Mm -hmm. and it you know um how do I say this like they it like turns into anger and violence anger and violence yeah yeah and it's like, well, maybe if you just were able to live your life freely, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have gotten that angry and violent in other ways. Yeah. But maybe you would. And maybe we're just trying to <laughs> make mm-hmm. it more palatable for ourselves, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I was on uh, Facebook and they were talking about Cause like, I just like reading all the comments anytime anyone's mm. talking about this show and someone was promoting like their Etsy shop or something. They had made like these Dahmer keychains and hoodies and everyone was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They were like, why are you trying to make money off of this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, I'm not media is trying to make money me off of it and they're like I'm just doing the same thing that everyone else is doing and everyone was like going after them in the comments yeah and then some person was like man if you had this in like a black hoodie I'd buy it and they're like oh I can make that happen like just very very bizarre (laughs) yeah yeah see that stuff I don't like that like gets back to the if you're looking for the gore and stuff just watch a fictionalized version of Mm -hmm. something where you're people aren't directly attached to it you know yeah man Jeffrey Dahmer yeah I've been I was watching one of I watched two of his interviews that he did and Mm -hmm. I'm just like what was that like I can't even imagine like the whole uproar of when they're like tonight 6 p.m the first interview with Jeffrey Mm -hmm. Dahmer like what it would have been like in that time and like what the reporter was thinking and oh my god yeah he's just like so calm and he's just like talking about these details as if mm-hmm. it's nothing he's so monotone yeah everyone has done a really great job with mm-hmm. that show like all the actors have done 
really well. And I can't even imagine, ooh, just like being in that place, even acting, you know? Oh my God. No, it's, it's, it's too much. Yeah. I do enjoy the dad because he's also the dad from Step Brothers, And it seems like every role that he has, he just has a very, very, very disappointing son. And he Aww. plays it so well. Like yeah. the dad just that just didn't get that that the good perfect son. son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but yeah, I'll um I'll I'll catch back up with you once yeah, I let, finish. Let me know it. when you finish it. Okay. Is Jake liking it so far? Yeah, yeah. Um we watched the Tony Hughes episode, I think like last night before we were going out for dinner, and he was like this was not what we should be watching. <laughs> yeah. Because we were both just like so down. It was that episode, especially at the end of that episode, spoiler alert, like the mom is just visualizing the last conversation she has with him at the table. And I was just sobbing. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that she probably just replays that over and over in her head. I know. Oh man, wait until you get to the episode of when oh, no. they all do um what's it called where they're all in court and they give their uh, the testimonials. Is it testimonial? No, it's just like before he goes away, they have a chance to like tell him oh, yeah, what yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah. I yep. forget what that's called, but that um, was like, whoa. I think it's an impact statement. Like I, how Yeah. Yeah. yeah when they would read their impact statement like it goes through all the families and I was like just bawling yeah that's gonna hurt me that's gonna yeah. hurt me a lot yeah all right well can't wait <laughs> can't wait for that yeah <laughs> okay let's do our let's nots oh lord um <clears throat> let's not let a small little tiff affect more than a few minutes of your day. Like mm. try to get past it, get over it, put it in the back burner and get happy again. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know when I have accomplished that, <laughs> when I get that down to a T. Um, <clears throat> let's not feel uncomfortable going to a fucking wedding because no one was paying attention to your ass okay so just go have a drink or two eat some food shake your booty have a good time have a good time dance with a married woman's man <laughs> just i don't kidding. know about that just kidding don't do that <laughs> that causes a fight later in the yeah night. that tiff might go on longer than eight minutes <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening we appreciate you we love you and we'll talk to you next time bye Bye. let's not podcast is part of the dorkening which is a network dedicated for podcasters a group of shows helping each other to grow share ideas collaborate and innovate you can check out more at thedorkening.com And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.